Blog Talk Radio. Hey there, this is John Hendrickson. And this is Christina Metter. And welcome to Afraid of the Dark. And tonight I'm facing a huge darkness because apparently we're going to go Facebook Live and it's got me terrified. Don't hit, don't hit that, Christina. Oh, my God. Gosh, that's funny. The show makes me nervous enough. She's like, we're going to go Facebook Live tonight. I'm like, huh? What? Really? But we're having an issue, so maybe we won't go Facebook Live. So, you know, I got a funny story tonight. I always like to open uh, the show with a good story. But, um, you know, we've been talking so much about uh, all the great things that we've done so far with the show. Intimacy, change of habits. Um, Last week we talked about allowing and Christina's always coming up with some great ideas when it comes to techniques of how to kind of break through some of these obstacles and barriers. And, you know, I started to mock myself a little bit about meditation and realizing how important it is and yet something I totally struggle with. And since last week's show, I'm like, you know what, John, you know, I use the word consistency a lot. And it was important to me to actually, you know, put my money where my mouth was and actually start walking my talk. So every day since last week's show, I wake up in the morning. She's nodding her head with approval because she's very psyched to hear this. And I do 10 minutes of meditation. I'm still not great at it, but it's getting better. I'm starting to see myself focusing a little bit longer and, you know, basically keeping my mind where it needs to be when they run me through the meditation process. And after I do 10 minutes of meditation, she'll love this too. I've been doing one of the breathing techniques in the app. Inhale, I'll exhale, I'll hold my breath. And I got to say, it's been propelling me into a better routine. So thank you so much, Christina. I'm so glad to hear that because it just, it makes a difference on so many levels. And sometimes we don't get the benefit right away, but definitely over time, we begin feeling the benefit of it and experiencing it with like, I think you were saying a little bit more focus. Um, and yeah, so let's see, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about mind body. We've been talking about to self and others and intimacy and mind body 4.0. And tonight we're going to talk about manifesting your life 101. And there's a few reasons we're talking about this. Um, I myself have been going through some profound changes in my life. And because of these really big changes that any normal person that would be going through what I was going through would have gotten down and and maybe fallen into some depression. And instead of allowing myself to be affected by by the outside, I actually committed to doing two and a half to three hours a day for the last 26 days, sorry, 27 days. Uh, meditation, yoga, mantra, you name it. I have been committed to that practice and it's profoundly changed me and my ability to manifest my life. So that's one of the, the big reasons that we're doing this show tonight because it is so possible. And, you know, before we start, we're going to talk a little bit about this organism that we live in, this body, this mind connection. You know, I, I, I'm going to, piggyback on that a little bit because one thing that I'm grateful of by doing the show with her over the past, God, this is our sixth show. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Six weeks of doing this. It's been, it's been a really awesome reminder of some of these important things that I've lost touch with a little bit when we do these shows. It just, it's a great reminder of 
things that I need to implement in my, um, they were things that became habits, but as we get going along and we kind of think we perfect a habit, we start to lose touch with those habits sometimes because we think we got them down. So we don't do them as committed as we once did before. So by doing that, by, by doing these shows together, it's really helped me, uh, get myself tuned back into some of the things that were really important. Nailing down my morning routine has been something that's really been helpful over the past week because I too am going through some difficult times. I'm, I'm having a huge uh, shift in my job. I'm going to be an independent contractor. So I'm really going to be running my own business and it's going to blossom into other avenues. And, you know, it could have been a scary time, but now I'm just totally psyched about it because I'm, because of everything we've been doing, I'm so much more organized. And what's exciting is I truly believe it's been manifesting because I'm so organized and on top of things, I've got clients coming out of the woodworks wanting lessons and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it does go hand in hand when you put out that positive vibe and that excitement, the universe has a funny way of bringing it right back to you. It's funny uh, today in my coaching call, I'm doing a class um, online and they talked about the research that people live almost up to 10 years longer that are more positive in how they talk and how they approach life um, and how they deal with things. So, okay, uh, let's get to it. So where I want to start is I want to invite all of you, because I know many of you, I'm sure listening, have heard of the secret and manifesting and all these things. So I want to invite you to enter beginner's mind, right? So beginner's mind is kind of having an open and putting all that you know to the side and create a receptivity here. So, and where I want us all to begin before we start talking about these powerful steps of how to manifest is I want everybody to understand and I want to have a shared container of this body mind. Okay. So first of all, we have to understand that our thoughts can be measured in waves. Okay, that's number one. So when we think something, we send out a wave, and physicists can measure this wave in a hertz, okay? So there is something that you're doing to your environment when you're thinking thoughts. That's number one. Number two, we are 74% water, okay? And so knowing that fact that we're really composed of that much water, um, if you follow Dr. Moto and the studies that he did where he studied and looked at the molecules of water um, in a room of people fighting, in a room with a monk praying over the water, in a room of someone happy, he, he found that the molecular structure of the water changed based on the conditions of the surroundings. So people that were fighting, the, the molecular structure of the water was like yellow and all deformed and looked kind of it didn't look pretty at all, okay? And then he went to the, the water molecules of the monk praying over the water and the people that were happy, like a couple, and they looked like snowflakes. So he has proven in his uh, research that we can affect our molecules uh, by the state that we're in, okay? So we have that our mind is sending out waves, right? We have that we are 74% water. And we can impact our molecular structure. And then lastly, we have millions, if not billions, of electrical impulses and electrical waves from the brain and the heart and the gut happening in the body. Okay? And that's, this is all science now. I'm talking science, straight up science. You can look it up. There's research to back all this up. 
we have so many synaptic connections firing in the brain and the heart and the gut, can't even count them. So what does all this mean, right? So I'm kind of laying this out because I see us human beings as like almost like a battery, almost like an instrument that needs to be well-tuned in order to achieve optimal reactions and optimal returns from this organism. I feel I felt like I was just at a college course watching my instructor explain all this to me. She's I love it when she goes on these tangents because it's pretty brilliant, you know, saying that we're batteries. And that's a really cool way to look at it. And I look at it as um, it's just law of attraction in so many ways, the way she, she explained that. And law of attraction, basically, it, it breaks it down into whatever you whatever comes out of you verbally or thoughts is what's going to come back to you. And in some ways, that's kind of what she was saying. Whatever you're giving out outside of your body, um, that is what's going to come back. And that's how it's going to affect people, too. So if you're, if you're one of those people that's always very negative, if you're one of those people that's always very happy, that is contagious. It's a contagious uh, way of looking at it. So a battery and law of attraction. So, Christina, sometimes you just make me feel very unintelligent. Thanks, um, <laughs> John. Well, okay. So like you were just saying, the law of attraction. So we, we can coin this any term, but the reason I wanted to start from kind of ground zero and get us all on the same page is because we're constantly manifesting. Okay. In the world of magic, they say that we're casting, right? We're sending out thought waves. Um, one of the things I'm always encouraging uh, my clients to do is if they are worried about someone they love, instead of worrying about them and verbalizing it to people, is to see protection around the person they're worried about because you're actually infusing that person's field with negative thought constructs. So, so just from that place, we are powerful, powerful beings. And the problem is that many of us are not grounded in this awareness. So we're just allowing our mind to run amok, right? Oh, my gosh, I have to pay these bills. What am I going to do? La, 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 la. And we're sending, we're creating a negative field in the body, right, in the molecular structure of the body. And it's being fused and infused by, by those, elect, you know, we have to be aware of this in order to kind of start from that place. Do you want to go slide into We're trying to we're trying to do something cool here and and uh, go live on on Facebook while we are um, talking and it just keeps telling us we can't so we're gonna have to do that next time but um, anyhow okay so from that place um, step one okay to manifesting is we need to establish a calm nervous system, okay? We can't just think a positive thought and do a vision board and think we're going to get what we want. So we have to get into a calm nervous system, a relaxed body, and a calm mind. So that's number one. You know, it's funny she's saying all this because for some reason tonight, I'm incredibly on edge and nervous. I don't know why. So it's ironic that she's saying we need to calm our nervous system because Right now, I'm just, uh, yeah, I need a breathing technique. I need to meditate. Ah. <laughs> you can sit over there and do some pranayama. <laughs> well, anyhow, so, so like we've talked about in other shows, you know, doing some slow, deep breathing, um, 
doing some qigong, some tai chi, some meditation, focusing just on the inhalation and exhalation of the breath through the nostrils um, is a really good way to kind of come into a calm, embodied uh, state of being. So that, that's step one, right? We, we can't be overwhelmed and anxious, and that's not a place to start manifesting or creating anything from. Um, and then the, the next step is we have to leave the cognitions of the mind, the thinking, and go into the body. And what I usually do to get into my body is I start, like, looking for my heartbeat, and I put my hand on my chest, and I feel my heartbeat. And that helps me kind of get into the body. And then I'll start scanning my chest, scanning my torso, scanning my throat, just really kind of tuning in to like, what's happening in my body right now? Oh, my throat, my throat's a little tight. Okay, my chest is calm and open. Okay, good. My stomach is relaxed. So to go from, first of all, calming the mind and body to then scanning and going into the body takes us deeper into a place of calm. I, again, I love what she brings. And I, I've never looked at it that way. Um, I know when I'm trying to dive deep into myself and maybe manifest what I want, my way of doing that is to write. And it just allows me to go deep into my, my heart, my soul, and my body. Because I, I try to basically in so many ways, kind of quiet the noise in my brain and just really focus on what my heart is telling me, what, what I truly want deep down in my body. So I guess in a way it helps me get in touch with my wants and needs from maybe my soul. And that's just my way of really digging deep and getting things out that I have trouble getting out. Excellent. Yeah, whatever you need to do to to get into the body uh, definitely is a good thing. Um, and then the next step, so step three, is we have to pick an area of our life. And I'm going to kind of turn this over to you, John, because you have like a really good list of things that you brought today that I want to help people just to kind of organize themselves around and then they can pick. Yeah. One of the first things I would ever do with anybody that was going to I was going to coach is I would give them a master manifestation list. And what this list consists of, it just asks a lot of different questions, uh, emotional questions, relationships, career, social, physical. It dives deep into things that you truly want and asks you also, why do you want these things? And the reason we have people do this, it gives us a really good snapshot of what they truly want in their lives in all these important areas because we, we deliberately want to create the life that we want to live. And the only way we can do that is by really looking in the mirror and trying to understand the choices that we make. And it's much like Christina said earlier about us being a battery. You know, it's if we're constantly getting in our own way and we're sending out the wrong vibration out into the universe, that's, that's against what we truly do want then again, like I said earlier, you're going to get that back in spades. It's just going to come right back to you. So we really need to break down what we truly want. We need to understand why we want that. And then we need to start trying to project those things out there so they can come back to us. So it's vital that we, we really break this down and are really raw and honest with, with what and why we want these things. So after we pick an area, like let's say we want to work on creating a relationship 
and or being more at peace inside of ourselves, right? Um, we look at where we are and where we want to be and then identify what the barriers are. Like what is blocking us? Um, do we allow too many toxic people into our space? Are we the fix-it person for everyone and find ourselves constantly putting out fires for people? Are we, you know, choosing people that we shouldn't be to, to date or get to know that have problems or addictions or, you know, what, what are we doing? What are we allowing into our field? So that's kind of, that helps you to set a stage. So a column for where you are right now, a column for where you want to be and what the barriers are that are blocking you from getting in to the place that you want to be. And did you want to comment on that? or Okay. Um, so, so once you identify what you're looking at, this step right now, so mind you, you're in a calm body, a calm mind. Um, you are able to really focus because your mind's not racing. And then when you figure out what it is you want to start manifesting, see yourself, place, for instance, with a partner that is really showing up, holding you, telling you, reassuring you, right? How would that feel in your body? Now, this is the key here that a lot of people miss with, oh, I'm thinking positive thoughts and I'm doing affirmations. Uh-uh. No, that, that's a piece, right? So the fuel behind the manifesting comes from summoning up the feeling in the body, feeling the chest open, feeling the shoulders fall back, maybe falling back into some pillows and imagining a partner catching you. All these feeling states that you summon up, you have to have a calm mind so you can go in the body and actually feel the language that the body is able to create when you're trying to summon what it is you're manifesting. That's a beautiful visual. I like that. You know, and what she's kind of getting to, too, is, I mean, when you're summoning all this, how does it make you feel? Um, is it making you feel relaxed? Does it feel like a true partnership, communication? Is it supportive? Is it nurturing? Um, do they make you feel joyful? Do they make you feel like you can truly be yourself? Um, are there healthy boundaries? You know, I'm just listing a lot of different questions because these are questions that you need to ask yourself when you're trying to understand what you really do want in a relationship. Because I think sometimes, let's be honest, a lot of us are in relationships because, here's the scary thing, we don't want to be alone. That could be a big, a big problem right there. And that's, that's a, a scary thing to accept sometimes. So, you know, think about some of the questions that I ask. So when you do start to list what you want in, in your ideal relationship, you can start really focusing on those things and manifesting them, like she said. I love that suggestion. And, and if your boundaries or allows you to be you, again, go into seeing that happen. Like, what would it look like if you were looking through a window and you were able to be yourself in a relationship? I tell that to people a lot because I want them to, to really go into the power of visualization of like, what would it look like? Because once you can visualize what it would look like, um, for instance, maybe you're doing your passion project in the other room and your partner's doing, you know, or watching a baseball game and then you guys meet back for dinner or you start visualizing what that would look like. And then again, like I just shared the step three, 
is being able to, how does that feel in the body? Is your chest opening? Do you feel, is your body calm? Is there joy bubbling up from the, from the belly or from the heart? So that's what we want to get at, whatever it is we're trying to create, right? And once you have the feeling in the body begin to arise, so it's bubbling up and it's the body's talking and you can feel it. That's when you start breathing into the sensations in the body while you're holding the image of what it is you want to create. And if you want to take it a step further, I talked about the butterfly hug in, I believe, the last show. And this is really powerful because we're, we're crossing the arms. So we're, we're crossing the bilateral line of the body and opposite hands on opposite shoulders. And we're tapping one hand at a time and we're helping the body to process it, store it. So we can hear the tapping and feel the tapping. So the body knows it needs to register it. It's a very, very powerful technique. So you're, you're calm, step one, nervous system's calm. Step two, you can feel the body. Your mind is calm. Step three, you've identified one thing that you want to manifest, right? It could be more money. It could be whatever it is. And then you're able to go into scenarios of what that looks like. So you can summon the feeling state. And once you summon that feeling state, then you anchor it in with the breath and you want to hold it. Here's the other key for as long as you can, minutes if you can, while you're breathing into it, while you're just, you know, moving it around the body, doing the butterfly hug, whatever it is. I, I love what you said about visualizing it, but, but here's, <laughs> here's perhaps the conundrum that we all run into. Um, I got married in my early, early thirties and visually, and I, I mean, it's visually, it looked like we had like the picture perfect marriage. You know, we, we, we looked good together. We had the house, the cars, the toys that all went with that. And this is where I wish I would have had these tools when I was that age, because I just wasn't in touch at all with myself. I was in touch with, what the visual, what it looked like. And I think that's where we all get a little screwed up, especially when we're younger, because we, we want to have this image of what it should look like. And I think, unfortunately, as we grow up by watching TV and movies and what people tell us, it, it really fucks us up because we're, we're looking at it in a very shallow context. We're not looking at, at a relationship or a marriage in the depth that it really requires. And I'm not saying we go into that uh, blindly. We go into that just without experience and without the knowledge. Some of us may have uh, had that experience and knowledge, but a lot of us don't. And that's why there's so many failures when it comes to relationships um, as we get older, because we got married or had long-term relationships when we were very young and we just weren't in tune with who we are. So, you know, that's why some of these things that we're doing tonight would be really helpful for folks in their 30s. Hell, they're going to be helpful for, for our age right now. I'm going to be 50, and I'm learning new things about myself all the time, and I'm grateful that uh, this has occurred because I do have an idea, a much better ideal vision of what I want in a healthy, happy, nurturing relationship. You, it all looked really good, but you said I didn't know myself. You, you tapped your core, I thought was interesting, and, and, and that's a really good point is if we don't know how our body feels about it, then we're missing a whole part of ourselves. 
that's why I feel like there's so many people that make decisions based on what their mind's telling them, what they think they should do, how they think they're being perceived, but they don't have that awareness of how the body feels while they're in it or participating in the different things that they're doing. So, you know, that's why we've really stressed on other shows that we've done. Um, and even the first step here in manifesting is we have to be able to have a calm nervous system so we can feel the body. The body is a powerful agent. It, it is, you know, something that I say to people, they'll be like, hey, you know, my friends will be like, hey, there's a party going on Friday night for so-and-so, you know, you want to, do you want to go? And I'll say, you know, let me feel into that and get back to you. And, and I, I started saying that years ago because being a New Yorker, you know, I didn't feel into my body. I just, I basically thought I was a floating head, right? It's like, oh yeah, I have a body. I'm just moving 900 miles an hour through life. So after moving to California, I definitely started slowing down and going, oh, wow. I found myself just showing up places, right? Because I said I'd be there and then being resentful because I was there. I was like, why am I, I want to be I would rather be here right now. Why am I here? So I, I, I figured it out. I wasn't listening and tuning in to what my body needed before I made these decisions to do something. So being in touch with the body is so vital, so vital. It is where we get everything from. Okay, so after step four, you're breathing into the good feelings. You're, you're anchoring it in. You're holding the good feelings in the body with the image images for as long as you can, then step five is imagine yourself doing the behaviors and receiving what it is you want. So I like to put things in motion, okay? I like to, we call it future enactments. I like to then, like, let's say that, again, I'm, I'm back. We're, we're focused on relationships tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing myself with you know, a powerful man that can show up and have a, this amazing life, this, his own kingdom and hold space. And, and, and so I'm seeing myself meet that and I'm seeing like how that feels in my body and I'm putting it in motion, right? Putting all of that and animating it with my breath and with the good feeling state that I'm feeling in my body. I like that. I like that a lot. And she's, you know, she's talking about we're, we're using relationships as an example to run through all these steps. So, you know, there's another, I'll pick one just out of curiosity, just to play with it. It's just an emotional manifestation list. And again, one of the, the questions you're going to ask yourself is what do you want and why? So when it comes to emotional things, just ask yourself those questions. How do you want to feel? Are you balanced? Are you happy? Are you joyful, purposeful? Are you making an impact in uh, other people's lives and your own? Are you allowing? You know, we're tapping in a little bit into last week's show about allowing. Are you processing? You know, are you processing what's happening before you react? You know, this, this definitely ties into emotional manifestations. And, you know, those, again, those are really great questions to ask yourself because Again, when we go into these topics, we want to we want to write our ideal emotional state. This is ideally what I want, but before you can fill that out, you got to ask yourself those important important questions, and that's why I'm bringing these questions back up again. 
Yeah, for instance, if you want to be a more non-reactive person, like John was just using the example, emotional manif- you know, manifestation list, visualizing yourself being non-reactive. Let's say you have a 16-year-old son who's a pain in the butt a lot of the time, right? Because that teenager's supposed to be. And let's say that he, you know, he, he's constantly kind of questioning you and, and you're having challenges with him and you catch yourself yelling a lot. Maybe something you want to manifest is seeing yourself take a deep breath and asking him to step away or to leave the room or tell him that you don't want to talk when he's upset, but you're staying calm. And so maybe that's something that you want to manifest with all of this. So it's really, you know, there's career and financial manifestation, there's social manifestation. Um, You know, if you want to be, be a part of groups or feel more connected to your community, like what would that feel like? Um, and spiritual manifestation. I mean, I think one of the biggest challenges we face as people is that we don't have something that we can anchor our beliefs into. You know, it's it's like whether it's God, Buddha, Muhammad, um, you know, the cre- the great spirit creator. If we don't really feel a connection to something, then we're just kind of floating through the universe. So these are all really powerful topics um, to look at. So, okay, after imagining yourself holding, uh, animating the thing that you want while you're breathing the good feelings in the body into that animation, into that thing that it is that you're trying to manifest, step six is to link the visuals and feelings as often as possible. So on your lunch break, um, when you're walking to the bathroom at work, you know, you're sitting down you know, think of what it is, anchor it in, breathe into it, try to summon the feeling state in the body. Um, If you can get there and do it as often as possible, you actually create new neural pathways in the brain and you start linking the feeling, the body to those neural pathways. So you, you make these new connections in the brain and it makes it that much easier to bring it into your reality. Again, I love it when she brings the science into this. I mean, it just, uh, again, I, I'm getting an education and I, by watching her really tap into her, her experience and just her, her wealth of knowledge when it comes to how the brain works and all the psychology behind it. Um, you know, she's talking about linking visuals and feelings. And there's a process that I like to use, and I used to use this with clients, it's I call it a process, and ironically, it's called I'm in the process of. And it's whenever we're trying to make change in our life or visualize something, you know, just keep reminding yourself, I'm in the process of, you know, manifesting the woman of my dreams, or I'm in the process of getting into better shape. So whenever you maybe struggle a little bit, stub your toe, you know, you you fall back a little bit, remind yourself, I'm in the process of doing this. I'm in the process of doing this. So you're not, you're not doing anything negative. You're soothing yourself by reminding yourself that, hey, I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm in the process of taking that step forward and making this a more consistent reality for myself. I like that. And, and I wanted to add, you, you bring up writing a lot, and, and that would be really powerful for this exercise as well, when you're thinking about how you want things to look, I wanted to just add that in. Um, I had this really powerful uh, medicine woman years ago tell me to write out what I was manifesting as if it had already happened. Uh, 
Mm. And at the time I was wanting to summon in a beautiful partner. And she said, start writing that you met him at the river and your eyes met and you, you saw, you felt pulled to him and he came out just like writing it out as if it already has happened. So again, I think John's technique of writing could definitely come in handy here um, as your kind of, you know, and that would be like a step six around, um, you know, not just linking the visuals and the feeling states and breathing into that and holding it for as long as you can, as often as you can, but also writing about it uh, when you have the time. Yeah, it's ironic. She said writing and ideal because one of my favorite exercises for clients is to have them write out their ideal day from the morning they wake up till the moment they go to bed. And I've done this exercise myself. And I did this over a year ago because my coach had me do it. And, you know, he's like, just, just really go deep and just remember, this is your ideal, you know, scenario. And I, I like to keep, when I think ideal, I don't get grandiose with it. I'm not thinking, oh, I'm going to jump into my Ferrari and go to my beach house. I look at my current reality and I write out my ideal scenario with my current reality. Because to me, that's just realistic and I'm very content with my reality. So what I'm getting at is when I sat down and wrote this, you know, I did it over a year ago. Um, I looked back at it maybe three months ago and I read it. And it was really pretty cool because what I wrote out for my ideal day was damn close to my reality now. You know, it was just a really neat thing to look back on and go, holy shit, wow, I wrote this over a year ago. And by God, if this isn't what's happening in my life right now. So it was a really cool reminder that, uh, you know, these little writing exercises, you know, she's always talking about feeling the body and stuff like that. And this is my way of feeling my body is by writing, but this exercise really came to life and is my reality. So it's, it's neat to look back and see something that you did a year ago and have an opportunity to see that it's becoming your reality right now. Can visualize, you can create. That's really, really powerful example um, of all of this. Um, okay. So I'm going to share a story tonight. Um, <laughs> because it's so profound and it's, it's why we're doing the show tonight. Um, and it's all about manifestation and, and how real this stuff is. I mean, it's just so real. It just blows my mind. So <clears throat> about a year and two months ago, I bought this RV, right? This really beautiful RV. And I, I paid good money for it too. Um, so um, after, you know, about a couple, couple months ago, I decided that, um, I no longer wanted the RV and people started saying to me, Oh, but you still owe so much on it. Right. Cause I guess RVs lose their value really quickly. Um, they depreciate. They're not like a, you know, a Toyota or a Honda that, that kind of hold their value. So anyhow, I had a lot of uh, chatter outside of me. I had someone look at it um, who said, I saw one the same year for a lot less. So I, I had these, outside things coming in and I caught myself getting anxious, right? And I was like, oh no, I'm not going to be able to get rid of this, this RV and it's just not fitting into my life anymore. And I actually started to go into a little bit of an anxiety attack. I'm not going to lie. This, this was, this was a couple weeks ago, right? Where I felt like the heat starting to rise from the belly and move up into my chest and my chest started getting tight. But I stopped myself and I said, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. So I, I sided 
again, this is when I decided to start my practice. And so I completely refocused my mind. And every day doing my meditation, doing my practice, doing my breathing, I would say to myself, I, that trailer is going to be sold. That's it. And I held it in such a powerful way that it didn't matter anymore what the outside was saying or what was going on outside of me. My mind acquiesced and allowed me to hold the reality that that trailer was going to be sold. Okay. So I posted it a week ago, right? I posted it a week ago um, in the Bay area because I have a brilliant friend. Um, And uh, I got a bunch, you know, a bunch of hits. But there was this man from the Bay Area who's like, hey, I'm interested in your trailer. And he was like really serious about it. So we chatted a little bit about the trailer. And uh, I told him I was a New Yorker. He goes, "Ah, I trust you. You're a New Yorker, right? He's like, New Yorkers are always good to their word. And I'm like, all right, cool, you know. So three days later, he told me, I want the trailer. I'm I'm going to buy the trailer. My friend's going to come pick it up you know, over the weekend. Now, mind you, he hasn't looked at the trailer. He's only seen pictures of the trailer. Okay. So, so this is, this is blowing my mind. And I was like, wow. I mean, I mean, mind you, the trailer is in like amazing shape. It looks pretty much brand new because it really wasn't used that much. So, uh, you know, I, I, I owed about, you know, 30,000 on this trailer. This was, this was a heavy load that I was holding and thinking to myself, wow, right, before I started doing my practice and doing this manifesting um, of holding it in my mind that, oh, God, am I going to be able to sell this thing? There's a lot of money in this thing. So mind you, um, I just wanted to add that the visualization I used every day in my practice was I was deep underwater and I was busting out of this shell and swimming to the light, to the top of the water and being pulled out of the water. So not just not just shedding something, but allowing for help and extending out and receiving. So I, I would do that like multiple times throughout the day for the last 27 days, right? So, um, yeah, uh, the end result is today he, because he makes really good money, he, we both went to uh, the banks. Uh, he went to his bank uh, in the Bay Area, and I went to the same bank here in, in uh, Grass Valley. And he wrote the check and bought my trailer, and it's done. I mean, it's completely, I'm, the, and what's so funny is the feeling in my body is the same feeling that I was summoning before it happened. Because I was able to go, what would I feel like when this trailer's gone? And I was like, wow, what a relief. And I, I just saw my shoulders drop and my chest open. And I felt like this, John uses the word backpack. I had like a huge, I had like a, a train on my back, right? So it was amazing. Obviously, it was a bit stronger, the feeling state of oh, I'm free of it, right? But it happened. So this stuff is real. I mean, we are that powerful. And I know that by keeping my thoughts clean, staying in a fixed system of this is going to happen, that's it. It doesn't matter. It's going to happen. And allowing myself to hold that and stay in that feeling state made it happen. I got to say, I'm a little disappointed with the story. She uh, told, she told me the story two days ago and she had the accent going, man. It was awesome. What was the guy's name? <laughs> Come on. We're going to say Sal, right? Okay. Sal. Okay. So, so this is, 
this is how the conversation went. Okay. So I'm like, hello. He's like, Hey, uh, Christina. So, uh, yeah, you got that trailer over there and I'm interested in it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Right. And I told him what was going on. He goes, you know what, kid? I like that trailer. I'm going to buy it from you. So I want you to relax, go to bed and don't worry about it anymore. Right. And I was like, wait, what, what? <laughs> like this was, this was a couple days ago. He's like, sold my house. It's all good. Just go to bed. Don't worry about it. Have a good sleep. Stop, stop running your head around it. And I was like, whoa, right? So he has this, he's an Italian guy, right? And he's awesome. <laughs> so it was, it was like that. And, and, and the last thing he said to me today when I thanked him for, you know, buying this trailer and taking it off my hands, he said, you know what, Christina, good things happen to good people. And I was like, whoa, what a powerful message from the universe, my guides, whoever it is. And he said it with his accent and it was like amazing. So just, just nice validation uh, of the power of manifesting and what we have inside of us that we can actually access if we put in the work. Is that better? That was so much better. I love it. Christina. I mean, there you go. Exactly. That's going to, that leads in it. Hey, they'll remember that. It's funny because um, I was talking to a friend last week and she goes, that story about Boudreaux in the hot tub, it resonated. And I'm like, that's the kind of tell more, you know, I could see Sal in the hot tub smoking a cigar saying, Hey, Christina. Anyway, we're getting off the topic here, but, but it's true though. I mean, she, you know, watching her go through this process over the last, um, really last week, she was getting bites on the trailer and she was just so excited because she just knew, she just kept telling me it's going to sell. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell it. And Sure enough, she did because, again, she she released all that resistance that was in the back of her mind and kind of holding her back. Because again, you create all that noise in your head, it's going to block the good vibes that you want to send out. So catch yourself on how you're consciously thinking when it comes to anything in your life, because if you're blocking it, guess what? You're going to block it from coming to you, from what you really want coming to you. You're just going to whatever you block it's not going to come to, to you and you're going to get the exact opposite coming to you. And that's when we start to dig that hole that we're trying to get ourselves out of. And that blocking isn't just thoughts. That blocking can be having toxic people in our life. That blocking can be, you know, um, allowing ourselves to engage in behaviors that we know are toxic for ourselves, like smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol every day. So I, I think the other thing that that I did was really, I mean, I've been uh, just keeping a really peaceful environment. Like I said, just committing wholeheartedly to hours and hours a day of doing a practice. And now I such a relationship to my practice. It's like an entity. It's like a person. It's like I have this connection and this responsibility to connect with this person in my life that happens to be my practice. And so that has changed my field in so many ways. So, and also just having very specific people around me, engaging in specific experiences and keeping it clean all the way around. Good food, good conversations. Um, so it's been definitely a powerful. And and you know the copy of the check that the man wrote for my trailer is going. It's on it's on my meditation area. Like I have like an altar space to remind me of the power of believing in yourself and of and the power we have in our ability to manifest. That's pretty awesome. I mean, it's 
it's it's ironic again we're doing the show on manifesting and this is what she's been doing for the past couple of weeks and boom it happens and you know again i you know i was talking earlier when i opened the show how how doing all these shows have been such a great reminder because it's it's bringing all these tools back to my uh to my consciousness because again we we forget some of the great things that we have at our hands and um we just stop doing the things that made us successful and I'm so grateful because it's it's enabled me to start using them again, and it's bringing good things coming back to me. It's manifesting in in a lot of different ways. You know, I talked about morning routines and writing down things that you're grateful for and things that you admire about yourself. You know, I've I've slacked on that, and I've started doing that over the past couple of weeks, and I find myself in better spirits. I find myself affecting people in a healthier way because of the things that I'm reminding myself of, the things that I'm telling myself to be grateful for. I mean, I was thinking about this on the drive up the hill to Christina's, you know, and I I was grateful this morning that I had a car, okay? And that just sounds so, in a way, kind of silly. But you know what? There's days I drive to work and I'll see a homeless person, you know, on the side of the road, it's raining, and they, you know, they don't have the proper clothing. And I'm just thinking, God, you know, I just, this, this sympathy just overwhelms me. I just feel so sad for these people. And it makes me go, you know what, John? I mean, you're literally one, you know, one accident away of of maybe being that person. And it really kind of makes reality hit to what you should be grateful for because of what you do have. So quit thinking about what you don't have and be grateful for what you do have because we forget about simple amazing things that we have in our lives i love that and and going into that place i i have those things too where i sometimes i just sit down i i've recently gone on a plant spree where i it looks like a jungle in here um and um anyhow so uh just looking around my space because i live in this beautiful home in the mountains with lots of big windows and trees outside and just inhaling that in and just going, wow, like what a beautiful space that I live in and have created here. And, and so all of those things, like John was saying, you know, um, having a car, you know, wow, it's like we don't have to walk all the way down, ban a lava cap, you know, we can drive a vehicle and have it propel us. I mean, so absolutely, finding all those things will get us into a better state of mind. And the more we can do that, then the more our health increases, our positivity, like he was saying, our impact on how we relate to others around us. The way that I see it is we become like a light. Life is intense right now for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. So finding that center and that happiness inside you and letting it beam out wherever you go, even if there's a lot of darkness around you, is such a beautiful gift to give yourself and the world. Beautifully said. Really beautifully said. So think about the things that we talked about tonight. You know, what, think about things that you ideally would love to have. Um, Again, I'll give you a quick reminder. Some emotional manifestations that you would want. What kind of relationship would you want? What kind of family relationship do you want? Career and financial aspirations. Uh, Physical you know, aspirations that you might want, social manifestations, spiritual. There's so many things. And and pick a few that are really that really resonate with you, that you really want to work on, and ask yourself, 
why do I want this and how do I want it to make me feel? And then write out your ideal um, – I'm freezing here. Your list. Your ideal list to these, to these things that you do desire. And after you write that, read it, read it again, breathe it, and feel it. And go through all those amazing steps that she, she brought to the table. And I'll let her remind us of those steps. Great. So once again, step one is establishing a calm nervous system using breath, um, relaxation, maybe some, some nice yoga postures, um, a nice walk in nature, then coming back and going into the body. And like I said, um, trying to scan the body and go into the sensations is really the best way to do that. And then imagining how it will feel in the body when you achieve it. So you, so you hold an image of what it would look like and try to really get the body to respond, like with an open chest or, you know, a tingly belly, um, relaxed shoulders, and then breathing into that good feeling in the body while you're holding the image for as long as you can, a few minutes if you can. And, and so step five, going into imagining yourself doing it, so animating it, right? Um, and then the last one is to do it as often as possible, to really. So that's what you're focusing on. I know John mentioned you could pick a few different things, but we've also said in other shows, it's good to start with just one, right? Like let that be your point of focus. And I like flashcards, so put a flashcard next to my bed, in my car, you know, next to my um, desk at work, and just be like, that's right, this is what I'm focusing on, which will cue you then to go into this process. So anyhow, I I really want to thank you all for listening, and I want to let you all know that John is, is available for coaching, and he's really badass which is why I chose to work with him on this radio show. So I'm going to let him give you his email before we wrap up tonight. That's a great plug. Don't you love that? So, yes, I I am a certified life coach, and that's one reason why the two of us decided to do this show way back when when we started talking about wanting to to bring this to life. So, you know, if you do ever want to talk to me, you uh, you can Facebook message me also, just privately message me. Uh, John Hendrickson, a lot of you guys out there know who I am through Facebook. And my email address, if you want to contact me directly, is jwhfit, F-I-T plus, at att.net. And I do a free 30-minute uh, balance uh, session. And my company's name is Balance by Design because we want to be as balanced as we can. And I will help you design that happy, ideal life that you're looking for. So on that note, guys, I want to tell you that manifestation does actually work because when Christina told me earlier we were going to go Facebook Live, I was panicking, (laughs) totally panicking. And I was quickly manifesting for there to be a technical glitch, and it happened. (laughs) And that's why why at the start of the show I was a little off because I was having a heart attack. I'm going, oh, my God. The law of attraction, the manifestation does work. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Have a great evening.